Hey, this is Lisa Landry. You're listening to PF Tip Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's our old friend Lewis Black. There has to be groups in this country to send money to them to make sure that that exists is absurd. And then to say that, you know, you know, well, you know, you're taking out the marketplace, you know, when you're taking the church out of the, the public square. No, you haven't. Not if you, if you believe in it, you haven't taken it out of the square. You, then you have fun. Interviewed Lewis just this week, and I wanted to uh, get it out to you folks because, of course, it's the uh, Sunday after the midterm election, so very topical, and uh, Lewis had a lot to say, and uh, we'll hear more about that in just a little bit. Song of the Week is from The Lone Bellow, but first, as always, a dumb bit. need to do a bit of a preamble for this week's dumb bit. This was scheduled two weeks ago, but it's still relevant even though it took place before the midterms. Now we're after the midterms. Uh, this is very relevant, especially what happened uh, this week with CNN's Jim Acosta there in the White House press room. So it's uh, just basically the president attacking uh, an old favorite, of course, the, the fake news media. So here it is uh, from the top. So it's yet another edition of... What kind of nonsense is that? The president was at a campaign rally in Florida, and uh, of course he went back to one of, his, uh, one of his old tropes, which of course is this. And that's why 33% of the people in this country believe the fake news is in fact, and I hate to say this... No, you don't. You love to say it. Go ahead. In fact, the enemy of the people... And this was in the wake of the tragedy in Pittsburgh, uh, speaking, of course, of the shooting at the synagogue there in Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, Trump was very straightforward and, uh, and said this about bigotry and hatred. We have forcefully condemned hatred, bigotry, racism, and prejudice in all of its ugly forms. While seeming to forget, as did everybody at the rally, he was the same guy that said this. You had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the, with the black outfits and with the helmets and with the baseball bats. You, got a, you, had, a lot of bad, you had a lot of bad people in the other group, too. Yes, the guy that is standing uh, with the Jewish community uh, and the state of Israel, in fact, is also the guy that equated Nazis with people that don't like Nazis and would protest against Nazis. Okay, so there's that. Getting back to the uh, enemy of the people thing. Now, he's very careful. He's very clever, uh, or so he thinks. He always tries to jam that fake news thing in there. So if anybody calls him out, he can say, oh, I didn't mean the whole news media. I just meant the fake media. Wink, wink. Who's the fake media? Well, we all know who he thinks, who he thinks the fake media is. But I'm wondering, even though he's had some, uh, you know, he's kind of gotten a little bristly with them in the past, does he consider uh, Fox News to be fake news? I don't know. They say stuff like this. Journalists are not the enemies of the people. It's quite the opposite. Our profession is enshrined in the Constitution. And the fourth estate holds the essential job of being your eyes and often ears and, when appropriate, your voice. It's a cornerstone of our republic. 
That is Shep Smith uh, calling out the president back in July uh, when a reporter was removed from the White House uh, press room uh, for asking a question, actually. Uh, Shep Smith also went on uh, last week to tell people that there actually is, that the Democrats are not having this march of immigrants from Honduras and Central America through Mexico to the United States, that they're not coming to invade us. He, he, he debunked that. Fox News, he debunked that on actual Fox News, really the only channel President Trump watches. So, again, Fox News, fake news? I don't know. We all like to think so sometimes because, well, the, I think Fox News opinion, we need to separate that from the, the rank and file journalists maybe. I don't know. Especially, you know, with Chess Smith, more of a, a opinion-driven show, but doing some actual reporting sometimes it looks like here, all leading us back to the question we ask ourselves almost weekly now. What kind of nonsense is that? Y'all know who Lewis Black is, so I'm going to spend this portion of the introduction explaining that the audio got a little hinky, um, I think because of the cell phone connection we had. I don't know if it was at my end or at Lewis's end, but uh, I try to straighten out some of it. Hopefully it uh, isn't, uh, doesn't affect it too badly. Here now is our interview with Lewis Black. Hey, Lewis, what's up? Uh, the, the, the it's just great. Everything's just great. <laughs> uh, has it been a rough week? No, it's the same all the time now. Yeah, yeah. But how is it different? Well, it's it doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't change. It's the same, same. You know, badly done, bad. You know, uh, but, you know, no information, no facts, no reporting, no sense what the truth is. No one. No one kind of stepping up. He he does you know he, he you know he does the most cynical thing imaginable after a, an election. I mean you know it's it's the levels of madness have not changed. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It's strange. You know, I was uh, listening to a, an episode of Marin's podcast, an old one with Drew Carey it's from last year, but he echoed something Drew Carey did that you told us on this podcast uh, last time you were on, and is that we seem to be in the final throes of, you know, angry old white guys running stuff because Drew Carey said, oh, if you think in 100 years a guy like Trump's going to get elected, you're crazy. We're, we're, this is the end. And you said that same thing, but I told people this week, well, yes, but there's still people clinging, you know, and it's going to be hard to pry their fingers off the machine, but... Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, but it's really the, you know, you're, you're, I mean, like I keep saying, it's the, you're listening to the... Uh, the it's the uh, death throes of dinosaurs. Right. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it takes a long time for the dinosaur to die. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're, you know, the other thing is, is you know, it's, it's, you know, this used to be, uh, uh, I mean, still, you know, it used to be when I was a kid, it was 60, 40 the other way. Yeah. You know, and if there was any real leadership, uh, you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, just terms of the uh, the progressive way where the you know the basic wings that you know should be kind of you know if you took if, if we had a you know basic kind of you know the group that was you know we could we could get people out you know to vote yeah yeah so when they talk about it you know to, to say that there's a democratic mob was kind of stupid when it, uh, a mob requires leadership yeah I know 
We, um, you know, and it's and, and you know, it's not that I really uh, want to believe you know, you're a Democrat. Well, given this choice at this point in time, what else are you asking me to be? I mean, you know, I'm not really happy about it. I don't right. think they've done much good. I don't yeah. think that Chuck Schumer is much more. I mean, you know, he's another white man, but it's, it's not really stepped up to the plate in that level. No. No, that's just it. I told, I've told people this for years that, I, you know, I it, I don't really trust, you know, either side completely because I'm not a very trusting person, but I, I trust the Republicans way less. I, I just do. And, you know, it's... And well, I mean, they just don't seem to, you know, they don't really seem to really, you know, they, you know the whole idea has always been to me, you know, there's <clears throat> Democrats kind of, you know, think that people should be helped and the Republicans... Really, their job is to do it, fight, make it financially sound. That's the deal, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, and then somewhere in the middle is this, you know, somewhat odd social conservatism, which some of it is, you might have a legitimate discussion of, and some of it is just, you know, not not there because it's, in the, you know, it's a separation of church and state. That's the deal. It's, you know, Tufsky, Shitsky, sorry. <laughs> You know, you know, there are plenty of places you can go where there's no separation of church and state. So go there. That's really what intrigues you. But that's the deal. Yeah, you know, that, that we have to. That, that there has to be groups in this country that you send money to to make sure that that exists is absurd. And then to say that you know, you know, well, you know, you take it out of the marketplace. But, you know, but you've taken the church out of the, the public square. No, you haven't. Not if you if you believe in it, you haven't taken it out of the square. You, then you have fuck. You have by not being good at what you're supposed to be, which is a good Christian or a good Jew or a good whatever. Yeah. It, it is. Is it worse though that we? You know, there was the big get out to vote uh, push, of course, and it seems from midterms these were pretty. Uh, we had a pretty good turnout, at least from the last uh, couple of midterms. But it seems like, you know, people were lying. Were relying, at least to me, uh, relying on. A lot of political ads, a lot of social media, and I know you said there's no facts before, no one's reporting facts, but I, I think if you dig, you can at least get a better sense than if you're just relying on Facebook memes and, you know, the, the whatever pack is, you know, running an ad right, against Right, you know, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's the, you know, the, the, you know how many emails can you get asking me for money to do, you know, with that money, you know, why don't you, you know, send, you know, say, you know, say that, uh, you know, the money, you know, why don't you say, send me that money, I'll help build a road. I mean, it's, you know, help get somebody to let why? You know, that's not the, this is not, this isn't, you know, it's a way, it's a profound waste of money. It's a profound waste. The, the ads that I saw were like, you know, he fucks goats, he fucks sheep, he, she fucks, she fucks, you know, uh, giraffes, you know, I mean, all of them were like, uh, you know, it, it, you know, beyond disturbing in, in their, uh, in, you know, in, in, in terms of the fact that uh, not running, you know, and, they, and it's because, you know, you, you know, they've discovered, you know, negative is better than positive. Well, then, then you know what, then don't, then we shouldn't have them, okay? If that's, if that's the what it is, and we want to be a little bit nobler, then maybe we shouldn't have those ads. Just have them debate, you know, come on and wave. Just to remind people your hand. <laughs> You vote for me, you know, like they said, you know, somebody at one point said, you know, where, and then they can each wear a cap, uh, like one of those NASCAR, NASCAR caps where they have, like, who their sponsors 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to show you I'm not completely in the tank, uh, we'd have a, the guy running in the district next to us, the, the Democrat, he was had some attack ads run against him, so he comes out and says, oh, I'm running a, a campaign of... Uh, of positivity and attack ads. I won't tell you what I'm about. I'm for you know fixing the healthcare system and all the thing, all the good things we're for. And then of course a week later, he's running attack ads against the Republican yeah. guy. And so it's just you know we got to be a little better. You know, I mean you have to be a lot better because the, the competition's not great. And ultimately, you know, um, you can't say boy more people. Boy, it was a really good turnout. You know, it's not a good turnout. Everybody votes. It's not absurd. Yeah. The, people, the people who don't vote should be fine. Sorry. It's, you don't get that. I don't care. You talk about freedom all you want. No, you, you know, then you, you don't vote, then you shouldn't get, you know, uh, you, you, you just, you, you have to do. That's what you have to do. That's the deal. But you have to be informed, too. We gotta, you, gotta, you have to stress that part of it. My wife, to her credit, said, look, I'm a little confused. Where can I go to find out? So I was at the library, and I got to the League of Women Voters Voter Guide, which turned out right. to be very helpful. Yeah, yeah. But people have got to, you know, uh, it's. I think they're still relying, you know, there's, yeah, well, I'll get out and vote. Let me see, what, what's the last attack ad I saw? I don't know, that's as helpful, yeah. you know? I'd rather have a smaller turnout of an engaged voting uh, constituency than everybody going out and just, you know, writing in the Kardashians or whatever. No, I, I don't. I want them all voting. I don't care. I want them voting. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Their responsibility is to walk into that voting booth. It's their assignment as adults. That's what they have to do. And why do they do it? They do it, they do it so that their children know to do it. You do it because all of these people die so that you can do it. Okay? There's all sorts of reasons. Can't tell other, you can't tell other countries that democracy is great unless we do it. And we don't do it. So it's kind of absurd. I don't care if they agree there. I don't care. That's their. That's the one thing you've got to do every one to two years. Walk into a voting booth. That's what you got to do. And you're shit if you're informed. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it, I need you in the booth looking at those things. It, you know, and you're yeah. just as informed. And you might as well. It's the same thing as you know. In a lot of those spaces, it's the same thing as picking. You know, the way things are right now. You know, the way things have been for a long time. You, you could have gotten into that voting booth. And picking Republican or the Democrat is the same thing as picking uh, whether you're going to bet on red or black in a casino on a, on a roulette wheel. Yeah, true. Do you think that with just a, a, a better voter turnout overall, it'll it'll get better people running? It'll get the people that do run, uh, get at least get their attention and say, you know, I could get voted out? Or because they're busy on the back end, of course. No, I think it'll get their fucking attention if they got to go do it. Yeah, same way that when you were in the home room, they, they, they got your attention. You know, here are the morning announcements, you fucking idiot. <laughs> here's what's going to happen today. Here's what's for lunch. I mean, yeah, I think it makes a difference. I think that then they, you know, they might start to pay attention. I mean, you, you know, when they, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's like a thing. You know, you could, look, they stop teaching civics. You know, once you start. You know, why do they, why do you, you know, why should we teach civics? That's why. Yes. You know, um, it's the same reason you teach civics. It's the same thing. It's the, it's the way you educate a public to be able to take on the responsibilities of a democracy. That's the deal. I don't care. That's the deal. I'm sorry. It's like always being in school. Too bad. Gee whiz. And it's not a lot of requirement. 
No, it's not. It's, it's actually, it's very, especially nowadays. I mean, it, and again, it's, you know, on the one hand, there's no facts, there's no reporting. But on the other hand, you, you can still get the information, or at least enough information that you need more than you could, you know, certainly when I was in high school. You had the newspaper, and you had three channels of news with a half hour of news a day, and that was it. So, I yeah, mean, it's, well, they're, you know, they'll find out. They're going to find out soon enough one day. You know, they, you know, they kind of went, oh, you know, I don't really want both, you know, the, I don't want affordable health care, and then they found out they wanted affordable health care. Yeah. As soon as they get into the hospital, yeah. 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 So, uh, what are you talking about on stage these days? I know every year it's it's, it's kind of like a, a new hour and it's kind of a theme to everything. So, uh, yeah, it's all it's, it's happy go lucky Christian comedy. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of really happy go lucky stuff. You know, uh, a lot of songs, kind of people of late comedy. Um, no, I mean, it's. Uh, uh, you know, it's basically, uh, it's a lot of it is about, you know, about uh, health care in, in, in Ireland. So I talk about, you know, the difference between their health care and our health care. And uh, so I spent a chunk of time on that. And I spent a chunk of time on uh, some things I found in, the, in my traveling around the country, like what's the difference between a McNugget and a Buffalo tender, a uh, buttermilk chicken tender, which I think leads to some understandings of why we're, you know, why we have problems as a nation. You know, a lot of it has to do with uh, trying to find other ways to talk about what's going on without talking about what's going on, because what's going on is just, uh, it's, he doesn't deserve that time. Yeah. And and couching into something that we all love, food, for, for one example, is uh, yeah. probably a pretty clever way to do it. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, no, so I mean, it's a bunch of stuff that I've kind of, you know, fallen into, or uh, some stuff about, um, you know, it's, it's finding other ways to talk about things that are going on without talking directly about those things that are going on so that you can take a look at what's going on without, like, getting upset about it because yeah. you decided that you're on a side. Right. What I've always tried to do is to find something that takes the sides out of it so you can't, there's no argument. So, um, you know, so when I've got this thing about um, about gun safety in a sense, and there's no argument, there's no discussion of it. You can't discuss it because something, there's a, I read an article and that thing actually happened. And you can't, you can't say, you know, you can't if you're a, uh, you know, if you're pro or anti, you can't say anything because it actually occurred. So it's, uh, it's a, <laughs> it's trying to find ways to, 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 to diffuse what the, the, the madness, because the madness is real. I mean, you know, all of a sudden, all this stuff became way, way too important to a lot of people. And I'm trying to tell people how to deal with that, come up with a few ways to do that. So in a lot of ways, it's a very much a, you know, a self-help. It's an hour of self-help. And then at the end, we do this, uh, you know, um, we ran this do in which, uh, you know, we do a live um, stream that goes throughout the world, and it's uh, and ninety-five percent of what's coming through the way in which it's, what's, what I'm reading is coming from the. So I'm in Minneapolis, and hopefully the way to work is that folks in Minneapolis or Minnesota will write me, and so it comes from the place that I'm in. So they're the ones writing. It's a, the TV. It's, a, it's basically a, a TV show written by the, the it's written by the folks who live in that town. 
So it's uh, so it's not me just commenting on their ground. It's them telling us what, what's going on there and the way they're thinking. And that to me is really nobody else is doing that. So hopefully, uh, in that in that way, that helps on some level and gives people a, a certain sense of like you know what I have to say is important. And uh, yeah, you've been doing that for a while. And are you finding are are the questions you're getting? Is there a common theme nationally, or is it regionally? Are you finding there are different? Yeah, there's a regional. No, there's a, I mean, look, the same thing occurs on everyone. There are people who there's a constant stream of the this theater seats are too small. Every theater in the United States doesn't matter. Every theater seats are too small. Um, every uh, every one every uh, every highway in the country, the people will not fly and don't realize that. Um, that's a passing line. Yeah. You're not supposed to just be slow in that. Um, turn signals is a big one. It's like about 10 things. Okay. But the rest of it is all, you know, and, uh, you know to, to, the, to the place. And then, you know, and then I, and I never get asked about it between four nights. Look, you, you really, you can tell, you know, because people write, there's a lot of stuff where people are just venting about, about uh, the president or, you know, you know, certain things that are going on. And I say, look, if you think that this is the greatest time to live in, I need you to write and tell me so I can read it. I'm not, you know, you're you're acting like I'm getting a bunch of stuff and I'm censoring it. I'm not getting any stuff. Hmm. And so for you to whine about, you know, what I'm doing in terms of this, what this is, is because you're not doing it. The other people are. The other people are sitting down and spending the time doing it. You know, maybe it's just so great for you that you don't need to. But I guarantee there will come a point where you're going to need to. Because I really, I really would like to know. I'd like to know why this is such a great economy. And, you, and if you go to the hospital, you're not going to be able to afford it. Or if, you're, uh, if, you're, um, if your parents live above a certain age, you're not going to be able to afford to take care of it. Or if you live above a certain age, you're not going to be able to take care of it. So explain to me how that makes our economy is so great. And explain to me why you think that these people are stupid. Who are these people that are stealing stuff from you? And why do you not know? And why do you think that the Medicaid or Social Security aren't uh, uh, kind of like uh, things that um, are part of what the government does do that's right? Even though, and if you yell about the government helping you and that's the way the government helps you, you take that check and you don't worry about it. So I need an explanation. I just need it. If you've had it, great. But you're not giving it to me. And I can't get it from television. I can't get it from anywhere else. I need it from those of you who think this is the greatest time you've ever lived in. And I want to know why. Because I haven't think I haven't thought for a long time that I've lived in a great time. I just thought of a lot of it was more quiet. Yeah. Does anybody come close to giving you any kind of usable? No. No? See, I, I'm no, not... they will say... How come you don't talk more about Hillary? <laughs> that's... And it's just, you know, I don't really just, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, um, I had no interest in talking about her uh, after after she uh, was defeated, and that's one of the great things about my job, is, is once somebody uh, once some loses, I don't have to talk about him anymore, I need to go talk about some other asshole. <laughs> yeah, I thought for a long time about you know, become a Republican because think how easy it is. You don't have to believe in science. Uh, you yeah. know, poor people are lazy. 
if you do go in the hospital and get to say, well, it's your fault for not having a job that has good enough insurance, which in the end, it doesn't really no matter where you work because they'll still bankrupt you. But uh, it just seems like it's such an easier path, and yet I still resist. <laughs> but the, the science thing is a lot of it's new. A lot of it was not really six years ago didn't exist. It's yeah. just very, very new to the to, the, to it. And um, well, experts of any kind, really, they don't want to hear it from anybody. Oh, economists say yeah. this. Sorry, we don't we don't think that. And I'm with them on the thing. One, I always tell people we might have had this discussion before. You, most economists will tell you that you shouldn't tax corporations. You should tax people that work for corporations. I don't know if Robert Reich has gone that far, but even most liberal economists will tell you that. Well, if that's what experts think, then I'm with the experts. I'm not going to argue. But when it comes to global warming, too, I'm going to listen there, too. They're, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. That's 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 uh, not man-made. And even if it is, what are you going to do? God's will. So. Yeah, well, I mean, you got people who do you know, I mean, it does make it tough to get people to believe that the Earth is only going to be 10,000 years old, and that's it, and it's done. Well, yeah. So it, it's a real tough, uh, you know, it's tough to explain that to them. But I would I would love to have them run in and help, you know, and go, this is what I think, this is what I believe. That would be fine. Okay. Well, cool then. Well, if you're going to see Lewis Black, then you have some homework, so people need to get on that, and uh, or if he's coming yeah, to your town. And uh, how can people, could they go to your website to access that when you're... Yeah, they can go to Lewis Black, uh, they can go to, yeah, they can go to my website and they'll tell them how to, uh, how to, how to, uh, kind of, uh, write and let them know what's going on, what they're thinking beforehand. Awesome. And all they're going to do is really sign up for my, uh, thing and they'll get emails saying, you know, this is, uh, we're coming to your town and, uh, here's how you write, here's how to write the rants. <laughs> if you want. And it also is just like, you know, here we're coming to your town. If you, you know, you can go out to afford to see the show. Well, you can see the last 20 minutes of the show for free. Give it to you. Wow, that's a good deal. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, great, man. We'll have people, like, since it's the, the uh, uh, print piece of this will be in city pages in Minneapolis, but we'll get the word out nationally, of course, via the podcast for the rest of the tour. And point people to the tour dates and everything like that. And uh, always a fun, con- always a fun conversation, if not slightly depressing. Well, this one is depressing. <laughs> I, you know, the, the people should know that I'm actually going to be funnier than that. But, uh, oh, I, I no, it's, it's, certainly. It's, uh, it's almost nap time. Yeah, <laughs> so that I can rev up to, to go at it again tonight. Awesome, man. Okay, I'll let you get some rest. And uh, thanks for taking the time again today. Thank you. Right. I appreciate it. Thanks uh, a lot. Bye, Liz. Bye, bye. Lewis Black, uh, he texted me after the interview and was worried that it was a bit too depressing and too dark of an interview, and he wouldn't put any butts in the seats, and I wrote him back and said, no, this is what people expect from Lewis Black. We need you now more than ever, because, you know, people want to rant about this. So uh, toward that end, Lewis is going to be, let me see here, uh, in New York City at the um, NYCB Theater at Westbury, uh, the November 16th and 17th. He's at the Orpheum in Madison, Wisconsin. November 29th, Pantages in Minneapolis, November 30th and December 1st, then Oklahoma City, Wichita, Kansas City, and on down the line, go to lewisblack.com for his tour dates. You can also go there to submit your rants if he's live in your town. I guess you could just do it if you're in Cleveland and want to see the rant in Minneapolis. I reckon you can do that too, so uh, get that sorted. I think the Jokes on Us tour is the... um, 
is the name of the latest tour officially. There you go. So, usual plugs. Uh, check Check Hayes blog, Nearly Liza YouTube channel. Uh, they've been busy and not updating their channels, but uh, do check back periodically because it is good stuff when they do have it up there. So do check that out. And let me see, what else do we need to do? We, uh, we're going to get to the Lone Bellow here, I guess. The Lone Bellow, uh, we discovered them. Remember our old friends, uh, they have a podcast called Rock on the Suburbs. They were uh, USA Today. Uh, as um, what was their show called? Their Dad Rock, that's right. And uh, one of the groups they turned us on to were the Lone Bellow. Some of the groups I liked, some of them I didn't. But they're from Brooklyn, the Lone Bellow are. And uh, this tune actually is from uh, 2017, but it, uh, I really dug it because I was looking for some new stuff and I remembered, oh, I wonder what the Lone Bellow is up to. So uh, I discovered this track in Freegal, and I believe it is their newest. And like I said, it's a little um, little rockier for them, a little more upbeat. You're used to sort of more um, folky, laid-back kind of tunes from the Lone Bellow. But like I said, this one is a little uh, a little more up-tempo. It's called Time's Always Leaving, and that's going to be our song of the week here on PF's Tape Recorder. And uh, I guess that's it. I guess you can find all your Lone Bellow information. Just Google Lone Bellow. They're worth checking out. They do a lot of festivals, especially in the summer and uh, whatnot. So yeah, so there you have it. Uh, Time's Always Leaving. The Lone Bellow, Song of the Week on PS Tape Recorder. So long, and thanks for listening. Time's always leaving, hearing out my door, saying goodbye, pacing my floor. I can't seem to tell her, I wish she would stay. Time's always leaving, let her go on her way. Time's always leaving, never takes off a coat. Packing her bags, never leaving a note. Seems I'm always believing, she'll stay for the night. Time's always leaving before I can tell her stay, stay. I'm not through with her yet. I'm afraid of the morning, morning, and I'm afraid of sunset. Time's always leaving, sneaking peeks at her watch, always whispering sweet little lies about her thoughts. Always saying everything's gonna be alright. Time and time again, I give up the fight and tell her to stay, stay. I'm not through her yet. I'm afraid.